Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hey y'all, welcome to Sagittarius season. As I mentioned in most of the horoscopes, and as you can probably hear, I got sick and lost my voice while I was in the process of creating these readings, so they're coming out a little later than usual. Unfortunately, that means I wasn't able to tell you ahead of time about the final workshop in our four-part series on artistic alchemy and mutable magic with the award-winning author, playwright, and wonderfully expansive astrologer, Junata Petrus, which happens just before the Gemini full moon on November 26th. Janata guided us this year in an exploration of how magical mutability in the signs Pisces, Gemini, Virgo, and Sagittarius can inspire, motivate, and support our creative and artistic endeavors. In Sagittarius season, she invited us to be bold and to move our art and expression out into the world. Each session in this series is evergreen and all the sessions stand alone, so they're going to be significant for many seasons to come. If you're curious about the compositions the Mutable Quartet wants to make in your life, or simply interested in getting a little support for your creativity through astrology, you can access all the recordings along with Janata's fabulous playlists and other resources now. Along with Artistic Alchemy, we have several recorded classes and workshops that make wonderful gifts for yourself or other astro lovers in your life. You can find them all through the link in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello, Leo. Welcome to Sagittarius season. Sagittarius is your fellow fire sign, so it is an important energy for you. And it exists in the place of the Leo solar chart that actually has a lot to do with many of the uh, resonances and vibrations of the sign Leo, um, which include creative expression, self-actualization, authentic living, joy, uh, hobbies, pastimes, and having fun. This is a place in your chart that gives a lot of vitality and energy, and it's a place that resonates with the inner child archetype, as well as with children and people who carry childlike energy in the world, people who are playful and imaginative, and um, not yet (laughs) uh, kind of stuck into their ideas of who they're going to be, but feel kind of omnipotent, which is a word I really love. It means potency in every direction. And it's also a place in the chart that resonates with another word I really love, which is the word enthusiasm. Uh, 
the etymology of this word means to be filled with God, to be filled with the stuff of source. And so Sagittarius season is asking you to remember and return to what you already know, which is the substance and the source of your vitality. It is the center of your own heart. It is the wisdom that you came into this world with. And certainly uh, you knew very well for yourself, probably when you were about four or five, if we had asked you, you know, who are you and what do you stand for? Um, you may have given us your ultimate answer at that point. Um, and this is a season that is also bringing some challenge. And the challenges are great. They are plentiful and they are pressing and significant. And these challenges could have a lot to do with a lot of things, including first and foremost, how hard it is to feel childlike and joyful um, when children are being slaughtered in front of our eyes. Um, we're living in a time when uh, what is truly vital and life-giving and nourishing and fun and, and playful on planet Earth is uh, totally polluted and um, oppressed and uh, disregarded and devalued. Um, there might be a lot of grief. There might be anger and frustration. There might be feelings of despondency. Uh, there may be a sense of lack of personal control or effectiveness or a feeling of like, um, how am I supposed to have fun right now? Like what, like what the fuck, you know, <laughs> um, what's actually meaningful. And when it comes to, I think what Leo naturally has to give, which is in many ways, cheerleading and lightheartedness and joy, um, we're in a time that requires a lot of somberness in some ways and grieving and mourning and how we orient towards our practices of joy. If they do not include the gravity uh, and the necessity for, for grieving and mourning right now, then our joy practices might feel a uh, surface layer at best, or um, I don't know, like, tone deaf and harmful at worst. And, and so it feels like a, in some ways, perplexing and confusing time um, that requires you on an energetic level to really tap into um, the compassion that I think children can teach us maybe more so than any other age group, um, especially young children, four or five years old, um, children are naturally quite open-minded and I think innately very compassionate. And of course, it really depends on circumstances and environments, what gets brought out in people. And children can also be total jerks, you know, and really messy and, you know, like disregarding of things. Um, but usually that's not coming from a place of malice or intentional harm. It's coming from a lack of education or an awareness. And so there's also this feeling right now of uh, parenting and reparenting ourselves and helping ourselves cultivate compassionate curiosity with the world and um, tuning in with playfulness and joy and the childlike wisdom that 
instinctually knows how to love and really wants to be in the world in ways that are magical. And so I think that this is a season that is calling Leo identified people also to um, some kind of depth of spiritual practice or energy practice where you can feel into the ways that you uh, are actually omnipotent energetically. Your potency can move in any direction. And where your potency will move depends entirely on what you're paying attention to and what you're cultivating and fortifying through your daily practices. Dear Embodied Astrology Community, the genocide we're witnessing in Palestine is an unspeakable atrocity. More than 14,000 people have been killed in Gaza since October 7th. The people of Palestine are suffering, not only from being under constant siege, but from hunger, thirst, and infection and disease due to lack of clean water and basic resources. I know this is already all over the news and social media, and that many of us are feeling immense, intense grief and nervous system dysregulation as we witness these atrocities. I know it's easy to feel overwhelmed and powerless, but the more we educate ourselves and each other, and the more we use our individual and collective power as global citizens, the more powerful we become. Your voice matters, and our voices together are powerful. Together, we can make change happen. A week ago, we were told that even a temporary pause was out of the question, but Israel has now paused its attacks on Gaza due to pressure from the international community. The attacks are still far from over, though, and many fear that the worst is yet to come. So we need to keep going and continue placing pressure on our governments. I implore you, with the capacity you have, please lend your efforts. Call and email your elected congressional representatives to demand immediate de-escalation and permanent ceasefire, to allow for the entry of humanitarian assistance to Gaza and the return of homelands to Palestinian people. We've included suggestions for how to do this, in the United States at least, in this episode's show notes, and there are so many suggestions circulating for ways that you can take action beyond these avenues, including uplifting Palestinian voices and stories, educating yourself and others on the history of Palestinian struggle and resistance, participating in boycotts and protests, and infusing your creative expressions with calls for action. Everyone has a role in the revolution. Your participation matters and makes a difference. Thank you for listening and thank you for your solidarity. One way to express solidarity is to invest time, energy, and attention in imagination. What could the world look like beyond paradigms of supremacy, war, dominance, inequity, and inequality? How could we tell new and better stories in bigger ways? If you've attended any of Embodied Astrology's workshops over the past year, you'll know that core values of this work include building imagination, reshaping symbolism, and telling stories that can inspire creative world-making now. Our 2023 workshops were so rich. An amazing team of facilitators engaged our community in grief work, creative writing, art-making and self-portraiture, activism, food and environmental justice strategies, ancestral remembering and intergenerational repair, personal and collective healing, and communion with more than human life forms and realms, all through the lens of astrology. 
As we transition into 2024, astrological currents suggest that the upcoming years are ripe for revisioning and reimagining how our worlds, countries, communities, families, and lives look and feel. In the midst of so much that is breaking down and cracking open, and at a time when uncertainty and chaos are increasing, astrology offers maps and strategies for working skillfully with change. That's why I'm excited to let you know that several of our facilitators will return to embodied astrology as core faculty, and we're currently working together to craft next year's offerings. We're interested in engaging astrology as a means for building bridges across identities and communication styles, working with conflict mapping and transformation, tending grief and loss, queering time, exploring art and creative expression, supporting healing through somatic practice, and more. Our hope is not only to share our own research, but also to include you, our beloved community, in collaborative astrological study and synthesis, so that we can feel into what current astrology is asking of us individually and collectively, and build symbolic vocabularies and meaning-making, serving healing potentials for our future. And for any of you who are wanting to grow your skills in embodied intuitive chart reading and client practice, I'm also excited to confirm that I will be commencing a monthly study and practice space for Your Chart is a Body, my in-depth foundational course in embodied astrology as part of our programming next year. I'll be sharing more program details in the months to come, but if you're interested in learning more or attending a virtual open house, make sure to click the link in the show notes to sign up for updates. So this is a season where I want to encourage you to practice joy daily as you practice grief daily, um, to practice tuning in with your own childlike wonder and curiosity and imaginative um, possibilities as you hold in your heart uh, the children who never had a chance to realize their own dreams. And as we move into Sagittarius season, we are moving through a time of, um, I think, a lot of pressure in these areas. I've been uh, sick for the first uh, several days of Sagittarius season, and I'm a Leo-identified person, double Leo sun and rising, and some of the challenges um, that I'm feeling in Sagittarius season for us, for our kind, uh, have affected me like actually literally in the sense that I lost my voice. And so I just want to offer that as a metaphor that Leo beings out there moving from Scorpio into Sagittarius season last season, I think was really calling us to deepen, to be internal, to withdraw, to rest, to be quiet if we needed to, that there might be a feeling of like um, incapacitation almost, or like, I don't even know how to respond to this. And you might also feel like, where is my voice? Uh, what do I have to offer to this moment? What, what can I actually give here? So the Gemini full moon, which is probably when these horoscopes will get released, is resonating in the Leo charts in the place of the future. And this is a, a full moon that brings with it the knowing and the feeling of uh, alternative realities. Gemini is a sign of duality and possibility and options. And the degree of this full moon and its aspects is asking 
Why is it like this? Because it doesn't need to be like this actually. There are other worlds that are possible. And I think many of us feel that. And we feel caught between uh, the material structural insistence uh, that the world be a certain way because it has been shaped by people who are a certain way or whatever. And the future possibilities that we can feel tangibly we can feel them, I think, in a lot of the imagination that's present right now in the spaces of friendship and community and in our own hearts. And there's a kind of intensifying extremism right now between what is old and what is new, what is uh, conservative and what is progressive, what is going to pull us towards death and destruction and what is going to pull us towards regeneration and vitality. And this is a full moon that is inviting Leos, uh, Leo-identified people, and everybody, because we all have Leo in our charts, uh, so everybody from the places in their hearts, to really imagine what else could be. Now, in the realm of what could possibly be, it is multitudinous out there. There are so many possibilities that have and do exist and could and will exist. The world is full of uh, so much that we can't even imagine already. You in your own existence, me in my own existence, we live in little bubbles of our own spheres, right? And the edges of our language and our lived experience and our embodied identities will mean that we never enter into uh, others' realities and 9 billion people on earth are resonating with a lot of potentiality. The more that we can build frequency between us that is imaginative and creative, the more that the possibilities for other worlds um, come into existence. And over the course of the next five months or so until the end of April next year, Leo is uh, working to, I'm going to say, alchemize a new life experience. And there are ways that you are restructuring internally right now, emotionally, psychically, psychologically, so that you can be and do in the world in ways that are more liberated and uh, imaginative and um, aligned with your inner compass and sense of inner guidance. And from the full moon to the new moon on December 12th, Mercury is preparing to station retrograde. So we're in this period of time called the retrograde shadow or the retro shade which in your chart is really uh, bringing a sense of back and forth between imagination and execution, uh, creative vital substance, and the discipline and dedication and responsibility and chores of turning that creative vital substance into something that's real. And this is a period of time that necessarily is going to bring productive frustration 
And so I really want to frame it that way that if things are happening and it feels like they're slow or there's obstacles or it's like two steps forward, a gazillion steps back, you know, and like, okay, it's not ready yet or we got to rework it or, you know, it's like, I want it to be like this, but it's really not. Um, take your time. This is a period to be simple and to focus on simplifying and also to invest in imagination from a kind of quiet inner place, but to invite other people to be a part of that. And so let's see if I can get my words for this. It's like, don't worry that the dream isn't here right now. It might not be that soon. It might not be in your lifetime. But recognize that you are the dream. You are building the dream. You are creating the dream. And from inside the dream, you are shifting the dream. And so when there's less focus on the outer and more focus on the inner, when there's less preparation and more presence, um, you are infusing the dream with potentiality. And we're working with a Mercury retrograde right now. And we're working in a period of time that describes a kind of uh, systematic restructuring and build up to something that's happening uh, beginning in April of next year and then going to uh, flow out into the next several years. Um, so be patient and recognize that small steps and attitude adjustments and energetic uh, alchemical um, occurrences are taking shape in ways that you can't see yet. You don't really understand what they are yet. And you don't need to. All you need to do is keep clarifying and keep simplifying. And when you encounter what feels superfluous and unnecessary, um, ask yourself, how can this become more simple? When you encounter what feel like roadblocks, ask yourself what needs to get strengthened um, or what other avenues are there? Are there other directions that I haven't seen because I've been so focused on this way, but actually look, there's a shortcut right over there, something like that. The new moon on December 12th is um, occurring simultaneously with Mercury station retrograde and so it is a new moon that definitely can bring a lot of confusion. And the sign of Sagittarius, it's a uh, feeling that there might be a lot of uh, quite activating and uh, disruptive news in the world, as there has been, right? It's nothing new. But this could be a, a moment where there's a kind of amplification of a of a dispersed kind of mental energy and a lot of information coming in. And in your chart, it feels like there is a ripening for personal expression that needs to just be kind of messy and chaotic and like, who knows where this is going? Uh, and in the overwhelm and the dispersion and the confusion, there's some kind of sentiment, there's some kind of uh, quality of feeling of like, this is what really matters. And that's what you want to focus on. 
If you don't know the whys and the hows yet, it's okay. Focus on, in your heart of hearts, what feels like your North Star, what feels like the qualities of ways of being or dreams or something that you just need to keep moving towards and moving with and focus on that. If everything around you feels chaotic and messy, it's okay. Life is chaotic and messy. Focus on internally uh, what you in your heart of hearts know to be true. And then the next 10 days through the end of Sagittarius season as we move towards the solstice on December 22nd, you are preparing to take action in some kind of way. And by the end of the year, you are ready to formalize and make shape around what has been messy and unshaped so far. Don't rush it. Sagittarius season is a time to let it explode and expand and to just kind of be with the big questions of what does this want to be. And then uh, as we get to the end of Sagittarius season, things start to become more coherent and gel. Um, but even through the end of the year, there is a feeling of just linger in the pause. There is so much, um, there's so much that wants to inform you in what you don't know already. And that's the place to kind of open your perception, open your mind, open your heart as you follow the anchor and the compass and the guide of what your spirit and your soul um, is already resonating with. Wow, Leo. <laughs> I hope any or all of that feels inspiring, helpful, um, supportive to you at this time. I'm wishing you all the best in Sagittarius season and beyond. Bye for now. If you enjoy my readings and find them supportive, make sure to pre-order your 2024 Year Ahead reading now. My Year Ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sun, moon, and rising signs, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and future, and providing a larger context that my monthly readings just can't get into. The 2024 readings will be published by the first week of January, and they make wonderful gifts for the astrology lovers in your life. You can also now receive a 75% discount on 2023's Year Ahead readings, which still have so much to offer. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, and the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live, and if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more.